What's going on, everybody? It's Asas Ashmali back again with another episode of Behind the Grind Monologue. And this time, uh, I, again, I'm not going to get into why it's been so long. I've got a lot of Behind the Grind podcasts lined up to come out. I just haven't edited them and released them. But I thought that this one was quite urgent to get out because I had a bit of a brain fart moment. And for the first time, I'm also releasing this on LinkedIn as well, not just on YouTube and on an audio format on Facebook. But wherever else you see this, please do um, let me know what you thought about what I'm about to say. And maybe also engage with the content this time as well. Share your thoughts. Now, uh, COVID-19 is going on. Um, the global economy is also facing a big hit. People are really worried. There's a lot of panic. Um, schools have shut down in Pakistan. Uh, schools are also now delayed. Their opening dates have been delayed. Uh, world the economies of have also shut down. Italy's been on a lockdown. China was. Um, and it just seems to get worse. And... That's where I had a little bit of a thought was that while I was working uh, on some, I was doing some research uh, for a client and it just occurred to me and actually what occurred to me was because of an article I read on Bloomberg. And in that article, it mentions that because of COVID-19, because of the coronavirus, what has actually sprung up out of China? Um, healthcare and biotech have actually started to really pick up in China and then also in Singapore. People are getting involved in helping out in this situation. Um, apps are being released to actually pass on data faster to one another, to, to governments, to hospitals. Um, in Singapore, people are taking it in their own hands as well to fight off corona or to try to prevent it as far as possible. If you scroll on LinkedIn, you'll find videos about how you can protect your workplace more, how you can prepare the people around you better for this. And if you open up Facebook, then you've got some really jarring pieces of content that show how many people have been affected and how that number is rising. But then when you open up Bloomberg or you open up CNBC, then you fi find out that the stock market is not recovering and that people are just losing uh, their minds left, right and center. But the thought that occurred to me because of this biotech stuff and because of the healthcare market picking up was that it's in moments like these is when you start to get worried and you start to think about that, oh shit, what's going to happen to my business if, let's say, schools have shut down, offices then might shut down as well. Uh, New York is on a, is on a, is on an is, has declared a state of emergency. That means people can't go to work also. Banks globally are trying to figure out how can they get their team to be working more remotely. They've also made contingency plans as to how they divide their teams better from central London to maybe even Lucium or, you know, out of city and so many different offices and there's so many different ways to overcome that. I don't need to get into that. But what just made me think was that what if in Pakistan um, we were actually to pool our minds together and to pool our resources together to start innovating towards solving this problem and to minimize the damage as far as possible. I am not a healthcare expert. I am not someone who is well-read on this situation. I still don't know um, what might happen. There's apparently some coronavirus test, which I haven't really decided to try out myself. All I know is that I got to make sure my hands are clean. My work environment is clean. People around me are staying clean. If someone's sick, let them leave early or let them not make sure they don't even come into the office. There are these precautionary steps that I'm taking as well at Backspace. And what I'm trying to say is that I think that it's high time for us is to leverage this very critical moment in time in history to start innovating and to start leaving a bigger impact for those around us. I don't know what that solution might be. I thought about that. What if we were actually to pool our resources and to create an app where people could mark themselves as I've been tested positive for Corona, not me, but like hypothetically mark myself positive for Corona. 
a hospital figures out that I have corona, they're sending help to me, I'm being quarantined, or that, you know, the government then has marked that as well and has passed it on to the WHO, and data is becoming transparent. Action is also happening faster. We're also aware that in a country like Pakistan, if the outbreak was to worsen, what's going to happen? Because we can't contain it. We don't have the resources to contain it. But what if we actually do have those resources that can contain the situation? What if we do have those resources to actually curb this economic cycle as well? Because that's a fear that's building up now. That's a huge fear. And the worst part is that we've basically forgotten how times like these are dealt with. SARS happened in 2002, 2003. The last economic crisis happened in 2008. It's been some time since the global economy has faced a collective adversity. And I don't mean, I don't want to get into what's happened over the past few years and even now in the Middle East and so on. But collectively, what can we do as a nation, as global citizens for one another? What can we do to mitigate these circumstances? I leave that to you. Feel free to write below what steps do you think we can take to become more innovative and to leave a positive net impact around us, not just in our work environments, not just in our homes, not just in our places of prayer or at public spaces, but as a whole, collectively, what do you think we should do? We can get into an economic argument as well and say that the government needs to start actually uh, creating some fiscal injection or that the monetary policy in Pakistan needs to be eased. And we can have those debates. Those debates are happening right now. But what steps are actionable? What is actually going to happen? And how can we move towards that? In the East, in the Far East, people have decided to use technology and leverage technology actually to curb this. Google, for example, is trying to make sure people panic less by providing free tech solutions, but then also making sure ads related to coronavirus are being halted and being stopped. They're actually doing that. I don't know what Facebook is doing. I don't know what LinkedIn is doing. I don't know what these other platforms are doing. What I definitely know is that this is in people's mind and there's a fear. There's a sense of panic. How can we calm that down? How can we actually look eye to eye and pass on a solution which might be favorable? But then more so, how can we make those solutions actionable? Forget funding, forget money, forget uh, resources that might be required. People watching this, I'm 110% sure you've got some intellect in you to actually think about what can be done. You need an idea and you need the execution for that idea. And it can all come out. Maybe the idea that I just shared about us creating a, a data sharing platform to make things transparent might work. Maybe it might not work. But the point is that let's have that conversation as well. How are we going to innovate in this time forward? And I think I'm going to end it here. And I hope that whoever's watching this is safe, is secure, and is also trying to remind themselves along with their families and their friends is that uh, the frenzy associated with COVID-19 coupled with what's happening globally because of the oil plunge and because of the markets. Um, I hope that you just remind yourselves that every economic cycle goes up and down. It's been a while since we saw the down and it's just worsening because we see that impact coming onto businesses. Two months ago, we were making a joke about how China is just like isolated itself. Then we realized that our vapes and our Nike shoes and everything have been stopped, supply chains have stopped, and now it's moving to the West. And that's when it's creating an impact. Let's try to fix that now. What's the next step that we need to do? What's the next iteration in our time? And what's the next iteration in history that's yet to be seen? Till the next one, peace out, bye-bye.